Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dad Podcast, starring me, Squid, and Dan Bailey Three. So, for uh, this week, we're actually going to be uploading two episodes. Uh, This one is going to be what was kind of salvaged from the live uh, podcast uh, last time, and then uh, there's also going to be part one of a longer series. So, stay tuned. Stupid and literally, I swear to God, this <laughs> six foot head of year rips his belt off, spins it above his head to the climax of that party rock song, grabs no. this Spanish teacher by the by the waist in the middle of the dance floor and gives her the most passionate but also mouth breathery kiss oh. I have oh. ever seen. <laughs> and obviously, all the kids are like, Woo! <laughs> And oh like my god! People slipping each other money like you were right, you little bitch. I told you they were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that funny. weird because she was married and like she was married like happily and like she lived with like her husband and all this sort of no. shit. Like it so, wasn't like they were in a. No, no, like they obviously were having an affair. Obviously, <laughs> oh like, my god! But like it wasn't like you know like one of those things where like she was estranged and it all just kind of happened. Like she was fully. Like, you know, just <laughs> cheating on that man in front of, like, 200 school kids at a prom <laughs> at, like, 11 o'clock in the night after, like, one bottle of $4 wine. <laughs> and it was just, like, it was $4. just, like, the weirdest sensation because everybody, like, freaked out in, like, a positive way. Like, everybody was so gassed about it. And then oh after about God. 20 seconds, even the kids were kind of like... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold on, that's... Even we know that's not okay. You had kids that had like set fire to the science department in year 10 being like, not cool, man. She's got a wife. That's so good. Because literally all of the children, like literally all of us, there must have been like, you know, a hundred of us in this tiny hall. Like it was like a conference hall at this hotel. So it must have, we must have been well above capacity for this. Literally all of the kids just walked away from the dance floor, sat down and just kind of stared at them with like an angry glare as they just ca- carried on necking the faces of each other. <laughs> oh it was God. so weird that's so ridiculous what's discipline like in american schools also no one mentioned that voice cracker i'll fucking hunt you down um i don't know like i i didn't i wasn't really on the receiving end of a lot of it mostly because i was just a little shit and didn't do any like <clears throat> i was a bad student but i didn't do anything like i was just like yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this fucking homework. Good luck. Good luck getting me to do this shit. To be um, fair, I guess if there's 2,000 of you, it's quite easy to go into the radar for not doing your fucking homework. Pretty much. I remember one time I got detention once, and uh, I just I just skirted it by, like, oh, um, I went in the morning. Just ask uh, just ask that teacher. He doesn't give a shit. He was, like was, like, a football coach and, like, a bunch of math, like, different math teachers. Like, he was just... He was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. He signed it off. That's fine. <laughs> Fantastic. That's yeah, it was, it, was, it was ridiculous. But you did have some of the students that were like, yeah, that might, you might want to check on that. I think he's going to be a serial killer. Watch out for that shit. But those were the ones that were like always in detention, always in Saturday school, constantly being suspended. Like, I don't know. Though, honestly, like this is a terrible thing to say because like depending on the, the viewers and stuff. But for the most part, I feel like in general – you can just not do shit. Like that's the easiest, worst thing for a teacher or parents. Like other than that, everyone else that was like crying for attention was still always like t- terrified of being in trouble, even though trouble wasn't really 
<laughs> no, our school, our school was very different. Like English schools, especially English like state schools, like public schools, oh. it's literally like Lord of the Flies. Like it is insane. Like I remember the, one of the worst ones that I ever knew, and this is just like this is just from the people that I knew. So obviously mm. this shows you like if this is just from the people that I knew, it gets worse than this. There yeah. was this one kid, and one day, um, this same kid, um, he was always in trouble, but he had been on the receiving end of a little bit of bullying for about three or four days because it had, someone, had, someone had gone on his computer, his laptop, whilst he was, like, in science. Hold on, probably just ripping apart some toilet paper on the floor. I don't know. Did you, did you guys hear that cut out? Did that cut out? Porridge might have done something. In the meantime... How are you guys doing? It's great. Fine. Porridge was porridge was eating the shopping list. <laughs> My shopping trip earlier. That's what I. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. So there was this. There was this one kid, and he was. Um, he'd been been on the receive, receiving end of some bullying for a couple of days because someone had gone on his laptop during a science class and um, found out that one of his side passions in between mercilessly bullying bullying dozens of kids was um, writing hardcore pornography about him and Pokemon. What? Yeah, no. Real fucking talk. Like, we were, like, 14 years old at this point, maybe 15, <laughs> and some of this shit was, like, allegraphic. <laughs> really intense. So he had been on the receiving end of some of the bullying for a couple of days, and... Um, this was right around the same sort of time that the original Assassin's Creed came out. And no. his retaliation to this was to um, grab a pair of scissors, no. fashion a hidden blade, no. and just walk around school for a couple of days, like doing to both students and teachers, like shoving them up against the wall and then threatening, threatening them with his hidden scissor blade. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that is way different. Like, I mean, I feel like it's more terrifying for teachers here because, mind you, I grew up in... California. So like people are just terrified of litigation. Like, like I kid you not, I got, I think I got CPR certified one year and everyone I talked to is like, I'm not fucking helping anyone. I was like, what, why? Well, because if you break their rib cage or you do anything that harms them, like even if you save their life, they can sue you. And I'm like, uh, what? When you were at school. But yeah, at school in general, like I know, um, like that shit just doesn't like, it doesn't fly. Like if something, something like that happens immediately, like call the cops and, taken like it's i mean i i also grew up in like a bougie kind of middle upper middle class area i was not but but like everyone in the parking lot had like a beamer or bins like it was ridiculous except for the teachers of course so <laughs> that was a much different experience that's a, holy shit that's terrifying yeah no ours was really weird i always remember the um so this is the only thing that i was ever personally involved in and i do regret this but at the time it just felt so necessary basically we were doing we must have been like year nine year ten and um, we were doing an exercise in maths where basically she was trying to, it was really weird because we were in like, the highest class, but she was using pennies to iterate fractions to us. It was really, it was a really weird premise. And basically, um, so she'd given everybody in the class like a couple of pennies each. There's 30 kids in the class. So it was like three pounds worth of pennies, like $5 worth of change. She had basically okay. given out to the people in the class. And at the end of the class, she was like, right, okay. Um, you all give me your coins back and then fuck off, basically. So we all gave her coins back, and she was a couple of she was a couple of coins short, like literally maybe fifteen cents short, like okay. absolute tops. And she was like, "Right, some of this money's missing. None of you are leaving." And we were just like, "Wait, what? Like it's lunchtime. Like 
what do you like? What do you mean? And she wasn't fucking around. Like she was like, yo, you're not you're not leaving until the fifteen cents has been returned. Obviously, some stupid prick has pocketed the money to like yeah. go and get himself like a fish suite or something, and he's just going and he's just like more than prepared to die with the lie because no one came forward. We were in there for like twenty minutes. No, and then, yeah, no, like, rip, like for real, yeah, like just nobody came forward with this money, and so in the end, one of the um, slightly more passive aggressive lads in our class just basically said, "Right, well, I mean, you know, I can just leave. Like, I'm just going to go to the door. I'm going to open it, and I'm going to go and eat my lunch. Like, that's yeah. what's going to happen here." And he bolted for the door, and this tiny little maths teacher sprinted for the door and started barring it with herself. <laughs> and it was such a weird standoff because obviously, like, like it's not like, like there was there was like 30 of us in the class, but no one's sitting there going, right, we'll just move right away. Like, because that's that's like, you know, like then she's gonna start like shouting and like then someone's probably gonna get the police called for assault. But then at yeah. the same time, you're like, wait, but she's actually just going to hold us here against our will. Like what do yeah. we like what you do we do about this? Can't do like like it's so different because if that were to happen here, enough people were like, you're out of your fucking mind, and they would just leave. Yeah. And if they tried to block the door, they would just go under them and open. Like they're basically like, you put a fucking hand on me and your ass is gonna be on the streets if you try that shit. And that's basically like that was the attitude of any kid. Like it's weird because it's empowering, but as a kid who didn't do any of that shit, or just like, can I just go to lunch? Like, can I just not like there would be yeah. shit like you hear stories here of like these horrible schools that I've, I've had teachers, you know, cause I've talked to them for the longest time. I wanted to be a teacher. It's like, yeah, well you need to be mindful where you teach because like I have a friend, you know, who just, they just lost two or three teachers because the kids were so ruthless. They broke all the personal shit that she brought and they zip tied all of the chairs and anything that couldn't be like what kept down on the ceiling. And it was just <laughs> like, just broke her. Because oh, they could, God. because they were fucking assholes. Like it's, it's Sorry, insane. It's not, it's not funny, but that is like no, no. I mean, it was funny to shit. hear that, but it was just like that is a complete difference of like because yeah, what her fear would be like. Well, if I try anything in retaliation, even if it's justified, not that it would be, but you know, if she was to punish them in in a legitimate way uh, as a teacher her fear would just be to lose her job anyways. And so like, that was the, that's the pressure. Like you've, you've faced at least in California that I know of just these like, yeah, it's not really good education system. And then these kids have more rights in some ways than you do. As far as like, you know, someone did want to come up and clock someone, obviously they're going to get reprimanded, but the teacher can't do anything back because no, of course not. it's, not it's like a minor. Can just like, smack the taste out of him somewhere. Yeah. But like other places or even just here, like before that, like you, you had like, when my dad grew up, he, that his teacher had like a paddle that had holes drilled in it. And it's like, if your ass is going to do something, you're going to get swatted. And then if not, they'd be like, he had another teacher. I remember him telling me like growing up, like he would, he would, I can't, can't remember what like nationality was, but he had an accent, but he was just like, stick out your chest. Like what? What the fuck? So he'd like puff out, you puff out your chest and he'd slam you with his fist. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like that's a thing. <laughs> Holy shit. See, no, this is the thing. Like in England as well, especially like, it's so different because like there's not that like it's not that especially in like public schools it's not that sort of environment where teachers are worried about litigation like 
because it doesn't really happen here, like really at all. Like it wasn't, especially like when I was kind of growing up and the whole education system here was kind of changing directly. Like it was very much that like you were literally just scared about them calling your parents and that made them basically bulletproof. Like for me personally, it wasn't my mum because my mum, like my mum was the sort of person where she wasn't particularly involved education where she'd be like, okay, well, I mean, like, you know, that's cool. But like, it got to the point where by like year nine they had figured that out and so they would call my grandfather mm. and that motherfucker was like Clint Eastwood if I faffed around in school. Like, oh. I would literally like, because I wasn't even, I was a really good kid, but what I wasn't good at was doing homework. Like, I was really, really good at school, but like with homework, I just didn't do it. I was always just doing something else. And like yeah. by like year nine, they had figured out that if they wanted to get a reaction out of me, they would call my grandfather. And I would know if a teacher had called someone because I would come out from school and it was kind of like a big gated thing. And then you would walk down the roads to the area where you could be collected from. And my grandfather would be sitting there in like his Ford Fiesta, just giving me like the, I'm going to make you explode with hatred eyes. And I'd be like, oh, oh no. Because he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even beat my ass because he knew, because like, especially here, that stuff's just not acceptable. Like, oh. Corporal punishment just does not exist in the UK anymore. At really? All. Yeah, no, like not at all. Like, Holy obviously, shit. I know it's very different in certain just cultures, but here especially that just does not happen. Like, my mom has never laid a hand on me in her life, and I have done some stuff that really I should have had it coming. Like, <laughs> like I would like, like me and my little brother, she made us share a room at one point because she thought it would be good for us. And so in retaliation, um, we just basically just tried to ruin each other's lives. Like, I waited for him to go to bed one night, and um, he used to have this really, like... He used to have this really weird, almost, like, compulsive thing about chewing bubblegum at all times of day. And, you know, you used to get that bubblegum where it was in almost like a sellotape roll in, like, a uh -huh. plastic packet. Um, oh, what yeah. I did one night is I waited for him to fall asleep, and he kept a couple of them by his bed, and I opened the box, because it was almost like a big plastic container... I opened the container, took all of the bubble gum out, urinated in all of the containers. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and then no. <laughs> and then like, and then so like he would get up in the morning and be like, oh, I'm gonna have my morning bubble gum, and just like little rivets of my piss would just like, no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. The worst one I ever did to him, and this one was really bad because he was quite young, and this really like psychologically affected him for a little bit. He um he had a dream about me one night, and this shows the kind of older brother I was. He had a dream about me one night that I was following him around and just ruining things for him. Like oh. so, he would be at the fair during a dream, and I would appear and like tell him to kick him out. And like I would like, he would be at like dinner eating a pizza, and I would like come over and throw away the pizza. And he made the mistake of telling me this story the morning after. And no. my brain literally, it is horrible, but it is also probably the best, most preventive <laughs> thing I've ever done. And I'm still a little bit proud of him. I'm proud of him, proud of myself for it. I turned around and went, Well, yes, Sam. That's because I can control your dreams. When you turn 13, you can control people's dreams if they're not over the age of 13. Oh, my and like, God. And obviously, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you tell someone that that's what they're going to dream of, they go to bed just thinking of that thing, especially <laughs> 12 years old. And so for about a week, he was going to bed and having nightmares about me. And then I'd wake up in the morning and he'd be like, I can't believe you did that last night in my dreams. And I was like, and I'd just look at him and go, 
you deserved it that time. Literally. It got to the point where one day he ran into my mom and just said to it, said to her, like, "Mom, I can't handle that anymore. Like, you've got to, you've got to send him somewhere else. He's, he, he keeps ruining all of my dreams." And like in the end, like my mum found out, went absolutely ballistic at me and literally confiscated pretty much every single thing I owned for like maybe like six, six to eight weeks. Jesus. Yeah, it was <laughs> that one was that one was particularly bad. Sibling pranks are never good though. And everybody cussing me out in the chat. Listen, sibling pranks always, always escalate to bad things. Don't tell me you haven't done something. Not necessarily that, because that's quite weird. <laughs> something yeah. i don't know i feel like i didn't i didn't do that as much but it's just because my brother and i didn't grow up together like it's weird now because as we're older like obviously he might be watching this now but like <clears throat> there was a brief stint of time once we became adults that it was just like both of us would butt heads all the time but we never as kids i think it was just because we didn't see each other that much that that. and i didn't have any other siblings so for all for all you know sakes i basically grew up an only child little shit <laughs> this is the thing though i feel like i feel like it really depends on the dynamic and the age difference as well like, the age difference is crucial when it comes oh, to how yeah. much you end up fucking with siblings like my little brother is only 18 months younger than me oh, and yeah. by like the age of 12 that boy was six foot tall so we were always going to be clashing heads but he came out of the womb like a solid five eight. <laughs> oh, okay thank you and like literally, like he was just—he was just like—he was just instantly like there was never that section of time where I could overpower him physically. Like I had to head fuck him because if yeah. I didn't, he could just beat me up at age like seven. Yeah, so you had to. There was a, there was a way. There was a nuance of dancing around that. Yeah. Just quickly, I'm just going to move Herb's frame back one second. I love okay. you. In the interim, tell the story about um, the first time you ever shat on a fish. Uh. It was 1912. I was all alone in a cave, not knowing where to go to the bathroom. More specifically, where to shit. <laughs> and there it was. The most beautiful salmon you would never eat, obviously, because that's disgusting. I mean, who the fuck's gonna <laughs> shit on? And there it was. Just waiting. But it spoke to me. It said, my name is Dennis and I'm a lady. Wait, no, that's not it. That's not it all. Basically, I shit, I shit on the fish. There's not really, there's not much you want to talk about me shitting on the afterwards? Like what had happened, like how it felt? Because that's completely, we're not. I've been back for like 20 seconds, but I really just wanted to hear where you would take that. <laughs> Like I really wanted to know what happened at the end of that story. <laughs> I didn't have an end to it other than I shit on the fish. So there's not really, which sounds like a, a really poorly made Hasbro game. What? Oh, I shit on the fish. It's just a bunch of kids looking really happy on the box. Just like Roll little turds. Spin the wheel and you might shit on the fish. Turd on a salmon, turd on a trout. Is it a red snapper? <laughs> Are you, are you ready for our next... Um, yes, yeah, sorry. We get, we get so distracted. <laughs> yeah, no, the tangents get so booky in here when we do this. Oh, it's beautiful. Right, I know, every so time someone this, asks... This like, game... 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are we doing? It's just like, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I get people go, so where does this stuff come from? And it's just like, no, uh, it, we, don't, we don't plan it. It literally, we just talk, and this is the natural progression of our conversations. We both need help. How Real help. Be in the podcast, because he's, he's got a sweet... And welcome, cookies. I'm rubbing my belly because you said that. <laughs> We're never going to dance again. Oh, wait, where is Sorry. it? Anyway, so the way the next game is going to work is it's going to be like that game Articulate, I think it's called. Um, so you're going to, and I don't get to know what you've picked, so you've got to do it off Discord mic, and I'm going to do the same. Your chat and my chat are both going to suggest a film, and then, we, and then we're going to take it in turns to try and get each other to what that film is without naming it directly or any of the actors or the director's part. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So you've got to like, so say someone here said like Shrek, I've got to yes. explain Shrek to you and get you to say it Shrek without saying any of the super obvious stuff like Shrek, Fiona, like, you know, like I've got to get you there in like a really roundabout way. Yeah, and that's yeah, how we're going to get there. I feel that. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, when are we starting? Starting now. So you get your chat to think of one and they're going to tell it to you. And then I'm going to get my chat to think of one and tell it to me. And then we're going to, like, you've got to like, give it like 120 seconds, obviously, because people aren't okay. super quick on the draw. And then you, like, we'll just, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. So you guys, you guys heard that, right? So whatever you decide, I will try to figure it out. I might have to. Okay. Majority, I guess, is what we're going to do. Majority rule. God damn it. <laughs> that's not, that's one another. <laughs> so far, it's split. Okay. Any others? Any other takers? So far, it's it's a three-way split, so we'll see. <laughs> Old, so sad. Exactly. Lies. You're youthful. Can I do the entire thing? Hey, that's much better. Now I can watch myself. <laughs> okay, I mean, but I don't know how to describe that movie because I've never seen it God. <laughs> oh okay um oh my god that's horrible Actually, while we're while we're doing this, while we're waiting, we can do the. Uh... There we go. Pick a number, any number, and you win the game. Any number at all, and you win. Three, maybe seven. That's not going to work, though, because <laughs> he won't know what it is. I don't know what that is either. So, right. <laughs> it 
Yeah, you guys want Until then, I'll keep quoting uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> All right. Let's see. French Stewart, let's see what you wrote. <laughs> Your answer was Threve, a combination of three and five. <laughs> Astonishing. And your wager, Texas with a dollar sign. <laughs> Mr. Burt Reynolds, I didn't write anything. Good night. <laughs> Mr. Connery, let's see, you've written V, well, despite your best efforts, Roman numeral V is a number, so you do win. And let's see your wager, suck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> the day is mine, Trebek. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> so we'll wing it. We'll wing it. I gotta pick something that I know he's seen. Um. All right, are we good? Have you got one? I uh, yeah. I just have literally everyone saying a different thing. So I think I'm gonna pick something that I know you've seen. Yeah, you just pick one. You pick one that's been released in the past 23 years, and then just you go. Okay, so you go first, and you've just got to get there in like a really roundabout way. So just explain the plot as like you know, not like weirdly as possible, okay. and I've got to get it. Um. So this this movie is a tragedy, um, kind of. And little mermaid. What? Is it the little mermaid? No, no. Um, so it's not told completely from their perspective, but it is a father-son story, um, almost like a prodigal son kind of thing, where the son does something kind of unredeemable. Is it the passion of Christ? It sounds like the passion of Christ. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. It's actually going to be something that you know, but I'm going to see if I can explain it as weirdly as possible. Okay, um, and so, uh, hey, infected. How's it going? And so, uh, the entire, basically, the entirety of the story up until the about the third act, um, is the son kind of, kind of trying to redeem himself, and and the father really trying to protect him, um, and uh, he basically take that far. He kind of he kind of sets in motion a string of events that like affects him for the rest of the movie. So, um, for instance, he kind of goes on a joyride and like steals a car, and uh, just kind of goes like is pretty reckless with his life. Like even when he's in danger and kind of even though he has protection and bodyguards and all these kind of things, like he's still kind of like really shrugging it off and being mature, immature. And so, um, basically, at the end of the story. He uh, he ends up dying. A spoiler alert! And his. Are you sure it's not the Passion of Christ? <laughs> it's not the Passion of the Christ. You're, it's. I'll give you a better hint if that helps, because I'm trying not to describe it. But basically, like, he, he there's like a a tidal wave of of backlash from like the poor decisions he makes in the beginning of the film, um, and uh, yeah, 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 he kind of he kind of ruins someone's life by his own missteps that had like recently lost a loved one and uh <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> and ended up uh killing killing a dog basically and stealing 
a car. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, John Wick! <laughs> it's fucking John Wick. If you yeah. had not said killing a dog, I would not have got it. And I'm I being know. deadly serious. I would not <laughs> I have was, got there. I was trying to think oh. of like focusing on the 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 other guys in the movie. The the, the dad. <laughs> That was so good. Pencil. Oh, oh, that was perfect. That's exactly <laughs> what we wanted out of this scenario. Okay. Wait, Hockey still hasn't okay. seen John Wick. Wait, Hockey. No. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, Webster, fuck off. Everybody, if you haven't seen John Wick, I don't understand how you haven't seen it. Seen as is the only action movie to have ever been. We should have a movie night. We should have a watching, like a watching party of John Wick. Yeah. Okay, so here's mine. Okay, I've got to be, I've got to be just as vague because that was brilliant. Okay, so, um, so, so this movie is told by uh, a multitude of perspectives, really. Okay. But I'm going to focus on one because otherwise you're never going to get there. Like if I just use them all, it's just we're going to be here forever. Okay. So um, this perspective is about uh, two men. Both beautiful men, both iconic men. Um, and their job is to deal with problems. And um, it's actually kind of funny, actually, because they're both, they're both very powerful men, but they, they both just seem to get into the weirdest situations. One of them, one of them is an incredibly good dancer, an incredibly good dancer. And the other one loves to debate the intricacies of American cuisine. It's very, it's very interesting. It really is, and um, there's a section in this movie where they interrupt a man, also having almost about to embark upon his deepest leather-based gimp fantasies, and it's very awkward for them. God damn. But they, they make it, they make it, they make it work. They make it work. Have we got is any this... guesses, or should I, or should I continue? Is this? This is, I feel like this isn't right, but this is the only thing I can think of right now. It's not Sin City, is it? No, it's not. It's not, but I'll give you a clue. One of the actors from Sin City is literally the main focus of the gimp scene that I was just talking about, which is that's like a gaping clue. That, ga- that clue is as God gaping as the gimp scene. Is it Pulp Fiction? It fucking is Pulp Fiction. You're goddamn right, Squid. <laughs> Why did I get it? Right. As soon as I heard leather, I should have thought leather daddy. Boom. Let's see. Okay. That's immediately how I categorize everything in my brain. Someone in my chat has genuinely just said, and I'm not even joking. Is it 22 Jump Street? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know if I remember that in 22 Jump Street. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I don't remember that scene. I do not remember the BDSM gimp scene in 22 Jump Street. Just Ice Cube walks out in full leather, like, come on, then, Channing. That would be amazing. Uh, okay, okay, I need to urinate, so you get your people to think of another movie, and people in my chat suggest another movie, and then when I've urinated, we will reconvene and do round two. Okay. I think I think Squid got that one quicker than I got his one. So Squid's currently in the lead. One to zero. Try not to be this way. <laughs> All right. No, not that one. All right, guys. We can do this. Grab the minds. The best. Try to believe. Best example. 
do it. To do it. If it is what I think it is, then those are good hints. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I do like that one. I do like that one. I think I think we're going to go with that one, Caitlin. The problem is I don't know if I remember that movie as well as I think I do. So that might be a mistake, but we'll see. Well, as soon as Dan gets back, it'll be... It's time to do 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 Anyways. Um, <laughs> now everyone is telling you about it. You should watch it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I haven't seen... I haven't seen... Uh, I haven't seen your... Or I haven't seen Anastasia. I haven't seen another team movie. I've never seen Saw. Uh... Godzilla, I've seen depending on which one you're talking about. I know you sent me that scene. That's why I felt bad because I woke up and I, that, that like I had that on my phone. I'm like God damn it! <laughs> Wait, what was the other one? Uh, Caitlin, what was that one? The one, um, the one that during Halloween. It's not Halloween, but it's the one that we watch. I can't remember. Please help me. I don't, I don't know. We watch it. Every, you watch it every year. I try to watch it. Halloween. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Trick or treat. I don't remember any of that movie. Not enough, enough to explain it. I wonder if some favorite movie. I. Okay. Okay. I've got two in the. Have panel. you? Have you got one? Are they good? I've got both barrels, and I will give you both barrels. Sorry, yes. Is it locked up and two smoking barrels? What? No, <laughs> no, no. I was just—I've been watching too much James A. Caster, and I'm trying to figure out what his accent is because it's very confusing to my brain. He talks like this, almost as if there is something in the bottom of his mouth. Yeah, he has for like no it's reason. Weird. It's weird. Sorry. Anyways. Anyway. Um, who's she'll shall I go first this time as you went first last time just to sure sure okay so uh, so this movie is a um, is a drama okay um, it is about two people who meet in very inconspicuous circumstances okay. and uh, one of them is distinctly above the other in in like a class based society Bad. and um no, it's not Batman. It is not Batman. What we should do to make this interesting is we should have a limit of guesses, actually. Ooh, so ooh, we'll ooh. have like so we'll have three guesses. Three guesses. Three yes. guesses. That seems fair. Okay. You can have three more though, because we've just made that all that rule. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. So um so they're two, you know, almost star-crossed lovers and they meet in very inconspicuous circumstances. And the man has very he knows exactly what he wants and he seems to encourage the lady 
to to try things she's never tried ever and um you know it's not very safe really if you think about it or hygienic it is not titanic what have you watched what? <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> what <laughs> We have seen different versions of that movie. Do not talk about Kate Blanchett in that way. <laughs> that is your yeah. second guess. You, uh, you want to pay me like one of your French girls. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, so it escalates really and it, it, it gets, it gets to the point where to be honest, the there are elements of the woman's anatomy that just starts to look like a baboon, and she cannot, she can't do anything about it because she's enraptured by the by the man, and that's kind of how the movie ends, if I remember correctly. If I'm being honest, I was kind of drunk when I went to go and see it, and I spent most of it talking. But what the hell? <laughs> if you, if you've got a question you want to ask, I'll answer a question. Uh... I don't know any question that I can ask that wouldn't be super. Can you tell me when it takes place? Uh, it takes place in uh, in in our time, basically. I believe in Seattle, but I may have made that up. Hmm. In our time, her? No, nope, but that is a very good movie. Damn it! Damn okay. it! Okay, you're out of guesses. Uh, it's a okay. fifty. It's a Fifty Shades of Grey. Um... <laughs> sense the one in my chest suggested that movie might be shrek i i was <laughs> what see i was thinking of the same kind of like what are the most un like unorthodox pairings i could think of so i thought of poor rich or whatever if i'm being honest now now all i'm imagining is is shrek just paddling fiona <laughs> <laughs> this is our swap <laughs> anyway 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 that's gonna get worse you're, you're it's your, it's your go. Oh God, I don't, I don't know if I know if en- enough of this movie, but I will try to remember. Um, <clears throat> so, so basically, the entire premise of this is this of this movie is kind of um, <clears throat> like escapism, if that makes sense. If that basically the main character uh, loses his his girlfriend in the beginning of the movie uh, to pretty pretty ridiculous heights of like you are no longer with this person um about as about well, as, as, as like, in high or as in like they stopped dating well they they stopped dating but it was basically like it's the in the in the grandest way in a high school setting at a party basically someone could explain that we are no longer in a relationship like this this is what happened so is this taylor kind of, swift hit banger we're not getting back together <laughs> no no. Okay, well, I mean, it was a good guess. It was good. <laughs> if I picked like a music movie, like a <laughs> Katy Perry 3D. Um, no, no. So, so basically, because of this, um, he he gets in touch with uh, um, uh, someone he's been having correspondence with uh, over in Germany, and realizes the entire time um, that there's a connection there, and that she might be interested in him, even though he's lost his girlfriend who is totally enamored with. So they basically make uh, a last minute kind of like trek over uh, and they'll, they'll travel kind of, you know, 
that area. Basically, they, they, they land not in Germany. They're, something screws up their, their plan, so they have to kind of travel across, and it's all the shenanigans that happen in, in him just kind of like, I'm heartbroken, and I want to get over my girlfriend kind of, kind of thing. So, and uh, the Pope is in it, I think, or uh, makes a brief appearance. Not the actual Pope, but like, so if that helps put context, and, and one of the main characters does wear the Pope's hat. Wait, did you say the Pope's in it? Well, the Pope's hat's in it. I can't, I can't remember if his, if the Pope is actually in it. Okay. I'm just going to say this as a guess just because it's my favorite thing that's been put forward by the chat ever. Is it the Lizzie McGuire movie? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's definitely more, it's far more risque than that. Than the Lizzie McGuire movie. Have you seen it? That shit's pretty intense. No, no, no. I, I, okay, let me, I'll put it this way. Um, they make a, a stereotypical... Um, Fred Armisen makes an appearance as a stereotypical person uh, of, of this can I say that? I don't want to sound racist of an Italian, basically a very touchy Italian man Scusi, scusi I don't even know who that is so I've just googled it oh, I know who that is um, I don't know what he's been in though there's, um, there's some soccer hooligans in it if that, if that <gasps> Euro trip. It's yeah, Euro trip. Yeah, yeah, there you go <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. It's the biggest, the biggest way yeah. oh, she yeah. can explain. The Pope thing really threw me off. That's what's <laughs> like the the the, the Pope part of thing really just shook me out. <laughs> oh dearie me. That really genuinely threw me. I was like, wait, it had the Pope in it? <laughs> what do you mean it had the Pope in it? Why was the Pope in it? Oh my god. Jenny, so what's that Mr. B movie? But that 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 film has become such a meme. But I'm genuinely not even sure if I remember the plot. Wait, that movie? Yeah. What's what's the plot of the B movie? Oh, the B movie. Yeah. Uh, God, it. I can't remember specifically why, but basically the main B, Jerry Seinfeld, is somehow in a in a legal battle. Like that's like the end of the third arc of the movie. It's just like them in the courtroom. So it has something to do with like him getting sued or some kind of nonsense. I can't remember. What? Yeah, it's really weird. So once you say it's like bestiality, I think maybe we're all talking about different movies. Well, I, I think they like he falls in love with the, the main protagonist, but or like the the female lead or whatever. But and she's human, but I don't think they're just like. Wait, what? She's human. Yeah, that must be an interesting pollination process. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just because like she's helping him with the case and yada yada yada. I do know Patrick Warburton is in it because he's. Oh my God, Kronk! God bless you, Kronk! Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Finds God bless Kronk. Uh, Barry the Bee finds the prospect of working with Honeybee uns. Uninspiring, he flies outside the hive for the first time and talks to a human, Renee Zellweger, breaking a cardinal rule of his species. Barry learns that humans have been stealing and eating honey for centuries. That's what it is, and realizes his true calling is to obtain justice uh, by suing humanity for theft. That's all. That's all. That's the entire premise. <laughs> I was eating crisp. Okay, we're gonna do one more round before okay. we change it up. Um, this round, I'm gonna be allowing Hope to answer for me. So what you say to me, I'm going to relate to Hope. So there may okay. be a slight delay, okay? Delay. Okay. Okay. So you go back to your chat, you get one, we'll get one, and then we'll reconvene. There's one I was thinking of. Oh, I know what it is. Got it.
Okay, I'm ready when you are. Okay. okay. You go first. I'm going to explain it to Hope, and then we will... She'll tell me, and then I'll guess for her, basically. Okay. Okay, got it. So, shit. Has Hope seen all the movies you've seen? Um, or is this collaborative? It's collaborative. If she hasn't okay, seen okay. it, I'll help her. Okay. Thank God. I was like, uh, I kind of picked a movie with you in a minute. Uh, okay. So, uh, this movie is definitely about the main character. Um, not really. The main character is changing, but also kind of coming to terms with who he is. Cause by the end of the movie, he's still the same. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a small transformation, even though when you watch it, you don't think of that. So, um, and he he basically he gets he gets moved to a different area. He he goes to a new town, a new city that he lives, uh, which is vastly different from what he's used to and what he knows, and uh, kind of just adjusts to to the weirdness and the insanity of a smaller kind of town, I guess, if you will, and and, and becomes okay with himself over that. So. Um, <clears throat> And along the way, uh, he he does befriend almost everyone, you know, in at least in his job. Um, but it takes a lot of getting used to and kind of him him learning to let go of things a little bit, um, or maybe bend the rules. He's a very very strict person, uh, and I'm trying to think. There's a lot of death, a lot of. Um, violent things happen in the movie uh, throughout the course of the film. And then, and of course at the end is kind of the biggest, um, the crescendo of, of violence and all that stuff kind of culminating and tying up the story. Um, and it, it does a misleading kind of thing at the end where it makes you think he might be dead uh, because of it. But, but yeah, it's basically kind of, kind of someone who's very, think of someone very strict and anal and, you know, anal retentive and very, by the book, uh, kind of learns not everything is that way. So then basically meets, meets his best friend along the way. And the main villain ends up being, uh, his boss basically at work. So I think that's as vague as I can go without giving away too much. Also, I might still have you. Made. Oh, oh, oh! You made it. Okay, you're telling. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> I got really scared for a second, and I thought that the stream died, and I was still. <laughs> this this would be so fun. Good idea for a game. Yeah, it is. I'm actually having a lot of fun. I've never played something like this before. Also, welcome on in, Jenny. Good to see you. Oh, please. She's fantastic. Just a wonderful person. Just a nice, very clean, family-friendly streamer. Uh, well, maybe not family-friendly, but you know, better than me. But that's... Uh... I'm just kidding. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. 
when you try your not best, my choice, you but someone asked is it Nick? Is it what? Oh shit, I was muted. Is it what? Sorry. Just say Ted. Not my choice, but someone says, is it click? <laughs> no, no, but that would be Click. <laughs> um, let me think of anything. Uh, he is... Is it an action his... movie? It's an action movie. He he is armed <laughs> for his position. If that if that helps. fucking click, <laughs> click. <laughs> He's armed. Well, I guess armed isn't the right, because armed would be different for us. He 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 doesn't carry anything illegal until the last bit of the movie, if that helps, or or would we be considered illegal for you guys? I will say a former Bond is in this movie, if that helps. Jason Statham movie. Ask again. Is it a Jason uh, Statham movie? No, it's not. It's not a Jason Statham movie. Just because I thought that at the end, he doesn't have any weapons until really late in the movie. C4 is illegal, though. <laughs> it's C4 instead. <laughs> it's fine. Just make it illegal. That's the best, is that... That is universally illegal. <laughs> like, I think about that right now. There's no way I could just walk out. Sorry, guys, just taking the C4 to the store. <laughs> but now I want C4. Um, a, a quote from the movie is, yeah, motherfucker, if that means <laughs> Could be any movie ever, surely. I know, I know. Let me let me think of another another quote. Um, do you have a permit for this gun? Yes, this one. If that that is. <laughs> that <might help. laughs> C four is like. Dan's having a bitch fit, be right back. Okay. <laughs> and Kate Planchard, she's the crime scene investigator. Is she really? I didn't know that. <gasps> They're dying. They're di Wait, what? Dan thinks, is it Keanu Reeves in it? I'm so dyslexic. None of that. <laughs> no, no, not. Uh, it doesn't have, it doesn't have. Keanu Reeves in the movie. He's, it doesn't have Keanu Reeves. There is a James, former James Bond in the movie. Uh, I don't even know if there are, are there Americans in it. Daniel Craig. No, no Daniel Craig. They wouldn't really be any. You know what? Bill Bill Nye is in the movie, <laughs> and he is not Davy Jones. <laughs> okay, I need a clue because I can't hear. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Oh, oh, uh, uh, what is his name? Bill Bill Nye is in the movie, and he is not. Uh, what the Davy science Jones. guy? No, uh, no, no. Um, Bill Nye, the science guy. He's no, Davy uh, Jones in this movie. 
Nai, Nai. Sorry if that helps. Oh, I thought you meant Bill Nye the science. Bill Nye the science. just come in as Davy Jones, just like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in this movie and he is not playing Davy Jones. He's a accountant, is it? Because he has no weapons until the end. Is it what? Well, is, it, is it near counter, is it? Cause there's no that is just answer. not true. He has a whole truck full of weapons. <laughs> he uses an AR-15. <laughs> okay. He knows anything until the end. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say he, has, he has weapons. He doesn't have any guns until the end of the movie, until the, the last bit. <laughs> I've honestly got nothing. It might be because I'm inebriated. No, 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 you're fine. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Um... Some people would say all of the deaths in the movie are classified as accidents when they're not. What? So it definitely wouldn't be a, a, um, any any murder. The people were considering every every death to be an accident. Wait, does Keanu Reeves do that thing with the gun in Point Break where he's like, ah, and shoots in the air? That is in the movie, yes. But it's, but not, it's not this movie. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> People are giving me clues in, clues in chat and someone's giving me a clue of the thing where he shoots the gun in the air and I've gone immediately to Point Break. <laughs> it's not the M word, Nicholas. It's not murder. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh my god, it's fucking hot fuzz. It's fucking hot fuzz. <laughs> he because he doesn't really That is one of my favourite films of all time. <laughs> he doesn't really change so much. Like he does let go of the rules, but it is about him kind of coming to terms with this is who I am. So in this space I can still be really crazy, but but not. Like be very like detail oriented because that's why he loses his partner in the beginning or his girlfriend or whatever. The problem is, is the that police. That's why the problem. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, I'm go fuck. Right. I, I know. I was trying not to say like it was obviously they're they're cops. Yeah, no, you did that beautifully, especially because <laughs> that bit in. So people in chat were giving clues, and the reason they do that bit in Hot Fuzz is because it's a Point Break reference. So yeah, someone yeah, gave yeah. me the Point Break exactly. reference. I was like, oh shit. They even they even watched the that scene in the movie, which is amazing. <laughs> Have you ever Wait, fired your gun up the air and said, "Oh no, I've never fired my gun up the air." Wait, R. which Bond villain is in? Oh no no not villain sorry it was it was Bond uh, Timothy Dalton was a James Timothy Bond. Dalton oh my god he is in Hot Fuzz <laughs> oh my god oh for fuck's Pretty. sake okay yeah no we fucked that up watched that film maybe thirty times yeah that's so bad okay we've got one we've we've got one are you ready I'm so angry about yeah I'm pissed <laughs> <laughs> I like his little baby family oh, that was so dumb. Okay. It's not my favorite game. Right. Tonight. So we've got one for you, okay? Okay. And this one wasn't suggested by chat. This one's just one that we think is a good one. I think <laughs> me and you've actually talked about this one, Squid. So that's a little bit. Wrong. Also, for the person in chat shouting, Bruce Lee, that is not the name of a movie. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Lee is not a movie. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So this is a film about. Um, again, actually, it's 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 about two people that meet in the most auspicious of circumstances. 
Okay. And um, one of them, the female, um, just really, really, really struggles to keep track of their relationship. Um, she had a weird incident with a, a member of the bovine family as a young adult, and it just made it—it it just made it really, really, really hard for her to enjoy their relationship. Um, the living representation of the character that The Rock plays in Moana threatens some. I know they said the actor's full name there. Threatens someone a lot. Um, there's a lot of aquatic life in the movie as well. That features quite heavily in like a comedic fashion. And it's just, it's really a story about these these lovers who just can't seem to make their relationship work because of something that happened to the woman when she was younger. Um, there's a weird scene where two old people have sex. Um, oh, yeah. That's weird. It's a little bit... Um, I feel like that should be my clue and I'm... Sorry, I'm trying ahead, to think of any of the clues. Um, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue about the one of the actresses. Um, one of the actresses, and some would say one of the main actresses from this movie, um, is currently making a living pretending to eat other living human beings in a suburb. And the main actor in this movie um, has basically made a career of making incredibly bad movies, almost like Nicolas Cage. But it isn't Nicolas Cage. Hope's just said, sorry, I accidentally relieved the push talk button. Hope's just said, and I quote, Nicolas Cage hasn't made a load of bad movies. <laughs> Me and Squid, yes. in the last episode of the podcast, yes. basically spent 30 minutes looking at Nicolas Cage movies <laughs> had lower than a two on IMDb, and there are a lot of them. Way more than 30 minutes worth. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh... There's one in which he go a Home Depot worker is sent to hunt Osama Bin Laden after being commanded by Russell Brand, okay? Look, it's... What a, what a story. <laughs> yeah. Bull. Okay, so bull If you've got is... any questions, you can, you can ask us. Is... Uh, let's see, that won't narrow it down for me. I can't remember her name. Um, not Heather Graham. Why do I get them confused? Fuck. Okay, is um is Jake Gyllenhaal in it? I'm not as far as I'm aware, I and mean, I feel like he would have been in this A bull. I think the bull is what's catching me, and the naked people having sex that are old. Um, hmm. And when when does this when does this movie take place? Uh, it takes place. So it's a little bit of an old movie, but by my standard of an old movie. So like it's maybe say it's around ten years old, absolute maximum. Okay, but does it take place during that? It time? takes place in in the point in the time at which it was filmed. So yeah, like ten oh. filmed like ten years prior. Uh... There was also a weird scene in this movie in which someone takes relationship advice from a manatee. From a manatee? Yeah, from a manatee. That is a fucking strong clue. This isn't The Little Mermaid? No! I can't think of anything with aquatic... My brain not work good. No, no, <laughs> not too good under pressure. Uh... 
hints. When do the old people fuck in the Little Mermaid? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm indifferent. Ariel's just peeking over the water Different. and just sees two old people dicking in a cottage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What? That doesn't help me at all. I'll give you another. This is a whopper. This is an absolute whopper of a clue. Um, the main actor in this movie is um, is famous for making potentially the worst ever gaming movie ever. Also, K Infected Eighty Eight is not Sausage Party. Where's the manatee in Sausage Party? <laughs> a manatee? What the fuck? Uh, short-term memory I, what see and then I'm getting weird they go to dinner a lot what the fuck I, I don't know I can't my brain's not wrapping around this this is weird okay I'm gonna give you a helping hand the main actor is Adam Sandler and the main actress Oh, is, God. Was in the Charlie's Angel movies. Fam, come on. When? Where's the manatee in Click? I don't know. I've never seen Click. You've never <laughs> seen Click? Like that's the one thing I like to be proud of. I haven't seen any Adam Sandler movies in protest of Adam Sandler. Well, I mean, there was a bunch I just didn't want to watch <laughs> that were terrible. Waffles, right? Girl paint, sing a song. What? As a clue, this is probably one of Adam Sandler's only good movies. Like, really, probably one of his only movies that is not absolutely fucking horrific. Oh, 50, 50 First States? You're damn right it's 50 God First States. damn it. <laughs> Come on, the manatee. Damn it. Yeah, I, uh, I, th I was just thrown off by the bull, and then for some reason the old people, I thought it was maybe like an animated film. What? Can you imagine if it was just a Ghibli movie and I just described it and made some stuff up? That's what I was... These no, old people dick and then there's a manatee. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, John Esmond. I get it's it now. Someone in chat call it. Someone in chat called it, didn't they? See, when you said a Hobbit, I thought you meant one of the people who played Bilbo, and then that made me think of either um, Martin Freeman or... Fucking what is his name? God damn it, old creepy Bilbo. The I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> the guy who played the fucking what is the famous murderer you guys had in London? What? The the really famous um Jack the Ripper. That's what it was. Oh okay. From hell. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. I'm thinking that because... movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. That guy with the glass eye that just is weird the whole movie. I love that as a child. But I feel like if I watched it now, it would be objectively garbage. Yeah. But at the time, I found it absolutely hilarious. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff like that. I feel like doesn't translate well. No, Adam Sandler does not translate well. There, there I watched some... I watched the Waterboy recently again. Oh my god! And just so found it like so incredibly offensive. But I'm pretty sure, like, a 12-year-old Dan thought it was quite funny. I watched it recently and was, like, absolutely disgusted. Someone in chat has just said Grown Ups 2 was really funny. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> Grown Ups 2 was not really funny. I can't make it 
It's it's pretty bad. I watched it as a kid for for sure. I, it was you definitely have like a mental impairment. <laughs> you can't do that in a movie. <laughs> it's like I am Sam. Has anybody ever seen I Am Sam? No, no. It's basically um, I think it's Sean Penn. Okay. Basically pretends to be like mentally impaired, and that's the whole premise of the movie. And it's just like watching it back now is just like so weird because at the time it did quite well from what I understand. But like now it's just like, no, I can't, I can't watch that in good conscience. Like it just makes me feel uncomfortable in like my, my weirdest places. Well, there's like, um, there's a movie I've really wanted to go back and watch cause I've, I've heard it's won awards and stuff, but I just can't do it as a concrete jungle. It's starring John Leguizamo, but he plays a mentally disabled kid that's basically roaming around New York or something like that. I'm just really it. fucked up, and I don't know if it's that bad, but it's just it's depressing. Like I don't want to watch that because <laughs> life is already. I don't. I need a topper, not a not a downer. Like, yeah, yeah, literally. You need you need a stimulant. You don't need to feel any weirder about existence. No, or just feel. Depressed. Okay, I'm just gonna wait. I think I'm looking at the wrong movie. When her slimy boyfriend Danny uses his unsuspecting girlfriend Elizabeth to carry a stash of cocaine in her skis, yeah, this might be the wrong movie. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I googled Concrete Jungle to look at the movie plot, and I think I've come up with something completely different. It's something about a girl that goes to prison because she was smuggling cocaine in her skis, and she has what to survive that? like yeah, female prison. Yeah, no, this is not something about prostitution and. Something, something, something. Yeah, this is not the movie you're talking about. Leguizamo. Yeah, this is making me curious then, because I, for some reason in my brain, that was always the movie. But I was, a, I was a kid when I watched it. That's another reason why I didn't want to watch it. It was super, like, as a kid, that's depressing as fuck. Do you know what? There's a really funny story, actually. So um, I can't remember the name of the movie. I think it's, is it a dangerous... What's the name of that movie? It's like a thriller about a woman that kills people, but she does like really Hi. sexual stuff with them first. I can't remember what it is. Fuck. Oh. Somebody, somebody, come on. There's a scene in a car where she crashes a Lamborghini whilst doing sexual things. I can't remember what it's called. Fuck. Um, are you talking about uh, the one with Vacation? vacation no it's like a it's like in new york and it's this woman and she kills people and there's a weird thing where she do, performs a sexual act upon herself and then crashes a lamborghini with somebody else inside it that sounds like the reverse plot of death proof i don't basically anyway the 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 story for this is my um king of the jungle so. Oh, King of the Jungle. I was about to say, because what I was looking at was something completely different. But yeah, so my uh, my mum knew someone that worked on the set of Crash, I think it is. And um, she came home from work one day when I was like 12 years old, I think. Like literally 12 years old. She was like, oh, Dan, listen, you've got to see this movie. Um, one of my friends works on the, the, um, the effects for it or something. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it then when I get home. So obviously I went online and I watched it. I got 10 minutes into it and 12-year-old Dan was confronted by a woman in her mid-30s performing a sex act upon herself. Ran downstairs, like, crying. And my mum was like, Mom, why have you done this? And she was like, wait, what? I just started to watch the movie. So I literally took her, up, took her upstairs and shoved her in the room and pressed play and then turned back around and ran out of the room. 
before she could, before I had to watch it. And she came back upstairs, like, Dan, I'm really sorry. I should have checked what was in the movie first prior to advising you to watch it. Um, I'll be having a word with my friend because he said you would love it. And I think that may have been a joke upon reflection. It's <laughs> not such a weird oh situation. Because the film is like so much softcore porn. Like I've watched it since and it's basically just softcore porn. Like all the way through with like occasional bits of violence. That's so weird. Then what is the other... There's another movie I was thinking of then. Crash. It's confusing me. I want to know now, too. 2004? 1996. James Spader is 96. Mine's just calling it with Crash Bandicoot when I Google it, which obviously I probably should have anticipated. Yeah, there's a later film that's called Crash. No, this is not the one I'm thinking of. This is the one with Sandra Bullock and Don Cheadle. This is not yeah. the movie I'm thinking of. David Cronenberg, 1973, not all of the same, tells a group of people to take sexual pleasure from car crashes, a notable form of paraphilia, which is experience of intense sexual arousal of atypical objects, situations, fantasies, behaviors, or individuals. That's so weird. I've never... People talk about this like in passing or when I was growing up. I, I didn't realize that this was before because this was after that second movie came out when I would hear about it that's so weird I also remember um, one of my friends when we were in school went to um, this wasn't even that long ago it was a bit weird but this person was quite uncomfortable about um, sexual things mm -hmm. and we were studying psychology at the time and one of my friends told um, his mum that he was, you know, struggling for stuff for psychology. And she told him to watch A Dangerous Method, which uh, for anybody that hasn't seen it, it's basically the story of um, Sigmund Freud and Dr. Carl Jung. But for some reason, and um, I'm not sure if this actually happened or how badly it was exaggerated, it's basically the story of them exploring Kira Knightley's like, sexual kinks. And it gets super duper weird not not a bad movie to be fair really good movie when you look at it from like a psychological perspective but for like a 17 year old person that wasn't even really comfortable with the idea of holding hands with others like well it looks like we've lost that footage uh yeah uh but unfortunately at the end of this um if you check out the vods uh at our respective channels uh twitch.tv slash squid sqw1dd or twitch.tv slash bailey3 b-a-i-l-l-i-e-3 um you can check out the rest of those vods uh we play some fun games and stuff uh, but otherwise we will see you in the next episode boy boy boy